If you are at the place in your life where you have so much to do that you don't know what to do next, it's probably because you aren't doing the important work of evaluation. You must ensure that you can step back to get a handle on your chaos. It's time to go to the second mile in evaluating margins. Hey, this is Travis Sagney. Thank you for joining me for the Second Mile Podcast, where we seek to live out the words of Jesus from Matthew 541, where he says, if anyone forces you to go one mile, go the second mile. We want to do more than just the bare minimum when it comes to being a Christian in this culture and making our life count for the things uh, that Christ desires us to uh, make it count for. And that's why uh, each week, these 12-minute podcasts seek to help you do more than just the bare minimum, the mediocre Christian life. And so today, I want to make sure that you have the margin to accomplish whatever it is that maybe Christ is calling you to do. And the reason why I say that is uh, most people that I know have a ambitious, at least, mindset of things that they want to do with their life. They have certain aspirations. They want to uh, maybe uh, be a part of that, that great big movement that they've always dreamed of, or they want to contribute significantly to something and some of you are just saying, no, I'm just trying to get my stuff done um, by the end of the week and actually have a Saturday, right? Uh, th- there's a lot of things that can cause us to struggle with uh, accomplishing whatever it is, whether you work inside a home or outside a home, if you're a student or if you're in the professional world, if you're in ministry, or if you're in some type of uh, secular employment, but you're wanting to do it in a Godward focus. And and with that, one of the main reasons that I see today is that people feel like they're not accomplishing great things is because they're trying to accomplish too many things. And uh, it, most people, regardless of your situation, your age, your even dynamic, everyone talks today as if we're too busy um, and there's too much going on and we kind of feel flustered a whole lot. In fact, it seems like if you're going to ask somebody, how are you doing? The typical response you're supposed to say is, well, I'm busy. And most likely, um, even with all the advances in technology and all the things that you've promised yourself that once you get over this season that was really busy, you're going to have time to do other things. The reality is we never get to that. And why is it? I don't think necessarily it, it may be the things that you're supposed to be doing. You have too much on the list. But maybe there's this practice that you have to do in evaluation from time to time to take a step back, to look at where you are, and to see then how you need to make some significant changes. There's a biblical principle that I want to uh, show you today that hopefully will open up your eyes to making a a quick change in your life with some long-lasting effects that can make all the difference in the world. So one of the things that I have realized in my life that um, I will find that sometimes I have so much to do that I'll sit down at my desk or wake up in the morning and the list is too long and that instead of me even attacking one of those things, it's almost like I just stare off into the distance or stare on my list or stare on the computer screen or whatever and go, there's just too much. And instead of just jumping on one, uh, it may, I, I just sit back there and do nothing. And that that's a, a sign that your mind and your body is kind of hitting a place of fatigue to where you go, I don't even know what to do next. Now, some of you, when you're listening to this, you are getting ready to either start school or maybe you're already in the middle of it. Uh, You're coming off that summer break and maybe you've had a little bit more margin. Uh, But some of you honestly feel like kind of, or at least where I do, that summer is not necessarily a margin for like 
uh, calming everything down. It's just a different type of crazy busy, right? Um, and now we're into the, the getting walking into the fall, and everything's kind of ramping up, and more your weekly regular versus your kind of uh, your activities that take you away for a week at a time. So, so what I want to tell you today is that one of the most important things that you have to do is if you feel overwhelmed, is that you have to take a, a step back to be able to evaluate everything that's out there, and you need to be able to have um, um, at least a block of time without distractions where you can look at the and take a um, state of your life just to evaluate honestly where you are. Um, let me explain how this works and why I think this is so important, and it actually is a biblical concept. In Exodus chapter 18, I just um, I, I led our group of our leaders through this passage of scripture recently, and I think it's so important because Moses is uh, obviously he's walked out of Egypt with all these Israelites in hand on the way to the Promised Land, and uh, God's been doing some miraculous things in his life. And it says that Jethro, his father-in-law, comes to see all that God has done. Moses tells him about it, and apparently Jethro kind of has this moment of faith where he says. Your God's better than all the other gods and has this, I mean, it seems like a faith moment, which is pretty awesome. He even says in verse 10, blessed be the Lord. Uh, and he goes, now, verse 11, he goes, now I know that the Lord is greater than all other gods because of what he's done. So this is pretty amazing. But then in verse 13, it says, the next day, Moses sat down to judge the people and the people stood around Moses from morning till evening. And when Moses' father-in-law saw all that he was doing for the people, he said, what you're doing, what you're doing for the people, why do you sit alone and all the people stand around you from morning till evening. And he says, well, they're, they're coming to me because they're asking of God. They, they, have, they depend on me. They rely on me. In verse 17, he says, what you're doing is not good. You're going to wear yourself out. And then what Jethro does is basically he says, let me, let me show you a better way to do this. And he helps them evaluate and raising up other people. And so that Moses can uniquely do what Moses is called to do, he really makes sure that Moses has a strategy of how he's going to organize his life and his responsibilities so that he can carry them out better. Now, the reason why I bring that up is that's Exodus chapter 18. Well, in Exodus chapter 19, he actually meets with God at Sinai. So in chapter 18, he meets with Jethro at Rephidim. And in chapter 19, he meets with God at Sinai. And then later, he's going to receive the Ten Commandments in the next chapter. And the reason why I say that is Rephidim was, was critical for Moses experiencing Sinai. This organizing of his life and making sure that the responsibilities that he um, was um, had the authority and the privilege to take care of those things he was responsible for, he had to get a handle on those so that he could experience God, so that he could have this moment of unbelievable uh, interaction with the Lord that would change the fabric of society for all mankind. Uh, th this was important. And, and the reason I'm going to get that to you guys, at least to think about it, is this. Sometimes you have to step back from the regular, the routine to get an evaluation. And maybe it's even an outside voice to look and say, what you're doing is not good. This is going to wear you out. And you can't do the things that God has uniquely crafted, designed, and set you up to do. And so the most important thing is sometime to take a step back and evaluate your life to go, what I'm doing, maybe it's not good, and there could be actually a better way for me as I go forward.
So is Exodus 18 about delegation? Yep, sure is. Is it also about evaluation? You better believe it. And so Jethro says, Moses, you got to evaluate things. You got to step back and you've got to say, this isn't going to do good. And in fact, that process allowed Moses to change the way that he uh, orchestrated his day, his hours, his responsibilities, and then allowed him to set up to do something incredible that has changed all of our lives. And, and the reason I bring that to you is right now you need to carve out some time in your life where you don't necessarily look at what you're doing, but how you're doing it. This is a time where leadership experts would call about sharpening the axe that you can keep knocking down and swinging the axe with a dull blade and trying to take down the trees around you. But the reality is this, if you would just take the time to sharpen that blade, you could actually do that job better. And you're going, but there's too many trees to cut. There's too much going on. The responsibilities are too great. And I'm saying, I know you feel like you don't have time to sharpen the ax, but I want you to know you don't have time not to sharpen the ax. It's important. It's critical. It's pivotal for you, for you to take a step back and to evaluate not what you're doing, but how you're doing it. And this process was life-changing for Moses and which eventually changed our lives. And it can be changing for you as your responsibilities go. And so let me just tell you how I practically, how I do this from time to time, because I'm kind of there, right? Coming out of summer, I had different events, a lot of different things going on. Now we're preparing for a huge fall launch at our church. The kids are back in school. There's a lot of opportunities, things going on. And I'm kind of feeling that mental fatigue of there's too much. There's too much going on. There's too many responsibilities. So what I'll typically do, and this may work for you, may not, is I've got to create margin where I can at least shut out the distractions for a few hours. And what I try to do is to be able to evaluate what I'm doing, but do it not on an electronic device. Um, Put down the computer, put down the phone, and either get a piece of paper, get a notebook, or get a whiteboard, something tactile. You can be using your hands, and you're not looking at a screen where distractions are going to be screaming at you. And I just write down everything that I got. I mean, every single thing that, like responsibility or the, the projects that are up ahead that seem overwhelming, and I just write it down. And sometimes the whiteboard gets so full, or sometimes the notebook the notebook gets so full, and I feel overwhelmed. But actually, it's actually therapeutic because it, instead of it just kind of circling in your mind all the time and causing you to be anxious, it forces me to get it all out on paper, all out on the board, and now I can see it. And then I can start getting a, I would say, realistic. Uh, idea and concept of how I'm going to start knocking these things down or how to improve these things. And so for me right now, it's it's in family responsibilities. It's in my vocation. It's in uh, other uh, opportunities and stuff that the Lord has put in my lap. Like I go, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, what do I have to do or what do I have to change? And these processes, if I look back over my life, these hours or sometimes just a day just to go outside, get somewhere where there's no responsibilities, mark off a block on your calendar to say, I've got to step back and evaluate not only what I'm doing, but how I'm doing it and what changes that I need to make. In there, you might find things that you need to say no to, or maybe you're going to find things that you need to continue doing, but you've got to do it differently. Maybe you'll find that this ongoing task could be better suited if you would just block out four hours one day to get ahead on this same uh, process that you have to do over and over and over so that you have more long long chunks of kind of focused uh, mental or physical work towards whatever it is that you're working on. I think one of the things is right now is that at this stage in your life, at this place of opportunity that you've got, 
If you continue to do what you're doing right now, you're going to continue to get the results that you're getting. And if you're not happy with that, maybe you need to take a step back. You need to evaluate the margins in your life and decide if you need to make some changes. But to do so, you got to pause, get rid of the distractions so that you can be focused enough to do what God's calling you to do. Hope to see you on the second mile.